All right, let's get going on another edition of Sunday Pour. Here, as always, on a Monday night with my cousin Ant. Watching Monday Night Football. The Browns have just taken have just taken the lead uh, with a few minutes left in the first half. Ant, how we doing over there tonight, man? What are you drinking? I uh, got some wild turkey. Keeping it in the holiday spirit. Yeah. Big bird. Uh, Browns actually just tied it, I believe. I think it's oh, 14 tied. up. All right. Very nice. It's a game. That's all we know. It's a game. It is a game. Which is good because, you know what, we didn't have a lot of games yesterday. There's a lot of, lot of bad ones. There's a couple close ones, but there's a lot of blowouts yesterday. Yeah, it was the first uh, – well, no, I guess it was the second Sunday in December. But, you know, home stretch, you know, four weeks left. So the games are getting bigger. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of a dud yesterday. There was some, a couple big games on paper, but none of them really panned out. Uh, AFC Chiefs kind of separated themselves now. Clear-cut favorite. I don't know who's beating them. I've been, I've, I've been fighting, fighting it because everyone in the media, I feel like, has just kind of put the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And I've been fighting it. And I still think, even with uh, how Pittsburgh looked last night, I think they're the give you know are the best shot at maybe knocking them off. But uh, I mean, they're just overwhelming favorites now to come out of the AFC. Yeah, I'm I'm not ready to uh, to bury Pittsburgh because they had a couple bad weeks in a row. I still think their defense is the best that Kansas City is going to run into or could run into. Uh, I think either of those teams can be either Pittsburgh or Buffalo has, has a chance to at least be in a game with Kansas City. Uh, I think that's one thing I kind of got from Buffalo last night was that, you know, they, they'll compete one way or the other. You know, in that first half of that game, there was kind of uh, – I mean, they were stifled a little bit. It was a little bit of a defensive uh, battle. There nothing, nobody got anything going. And then, you know, they, they got it going in the third quarter there. Uh, but I think that just shows that they can win in different ways. And we've seen them in shootouts before. We've seen them come back. We've seen them blow big leads and and then, you know, come back from their own blown leads. So I just – it's just Buffalo seems to be resilient. And you're going to need something like that where you're going to go down, you know, two touchdowns to Kansas City. You can't – you know, you, you can't – you're going to go down at some point. Or they're going to hit you hard at some point. They're going to score in bunches. And Buffalo has, you know, uh, some of the weapons to, to counter that, to hang in there. So I think, yeah, you, Bills, I think either of those teams have a chance. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Bills – I think the Bills are definitely the third best team. I think they've established that now. I, I'm still a little worried about Allen, though. He was shit in that first half. Yeah, but he's also a little bit of a gunslinger, and that – just having a guy like that with some balls on, on your team or on that team uh, makes you feel like they have a chance. If, it, you know, it, could, it could go, you know, completely wrong and go right downhill. But if you have a guy like that and he gets hot, it could be, uh, it'd be a high-scoring affair. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think, I think the way to beat the Chiefs, and this doesn't really uh, – kind of fit what Pittsburgh or Buffalo do. Mm-hmm. I think you got to run the ball. Neither of them really do that. I think uh, Buffalo has guys. It's just, I don't know, they refuse to kind of establish the run. 
And Pittsburgh just seems to not be able to run the ball. Like you saw Miami yesterday. If Miami had a running game, they actually could have pulled that game off. Because uh, the best defense against, against KC is keeping Mahomes off the field. Sure, yeah. Control, and, and like, control the ball, control the game, yeah. Yeah, the, the, more, the more time – it sounds cliche, but the more time he's on the field, I mean, the more chances you're just going to have to score. And it's mm-hmm. just he's, – he's scary. It's like he's reaching, like, cheat code levels. And he, was, he did actually look human at times yesterday through three picks. Uh, one of them wasn't really his fault. One of them was, like, a great play by Howard in the end zone, one-handed uh, grab. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, but still, and, and from a Dolphins standpoint, it's crazy to, like, talk – you know, give a defense props for after they gave up 33 points. Well, one of them was a punt return, but, you know, mm. I guess they gave up three touchdowns. Uh, but the defense actually was good yesterday. And But, like I said, they still give up 33 points. It's like, I'm just not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure how you're beating this team. I, I, I'm not saying they're unbeatable, but they do. Now I'm at least – to the point where I'm like, yeah, they're overwhelming favorites to come out of the AFC. Well, it's di- different standards for your defense when you play a team like KC. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit of a bend, but don't break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they turned them over twice early, and you know that probably should have been up more than ten nothing. But but it was it, it felt like it was almost a carbon copy of uh, their playoff run last year, like how they fell behind ten points early. Mm. And you feel like you did everything right in the first half, and you look up and you're down 14-10 at the half. Yeah. You know, they score before the half. And then they get the ball to start the second half, 21-10. And then your team goes three and out. They get the ball back, 28-10. It's like it was on a punt return. It's like, holy fuck, man, what a right <laughs> hand. You're like, you're like, shit. I mean, I give the Dolphins credit because they fought back. And – uh Again, it's another week where it's hard to evaluate Tua. Mm. His top his, – the Dolphins' top six pass catchers coming into the game yesterday, and two of them got hurt mid-game, were out. And he actually did fight with what he had because he has nothing, man. He's got like two little white tight ends now and a fifth-string running back. The second, you know nice I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Parker got hurt. Preston Williams is already out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gasicki got hurt mid-game. Uh, and then r- running backs, Gaskins on COVID list, but and he's been out a while, anyways. Mm-hmm. He came back for one game. Fucking Matt Breed is out with something. Uh, Jordan Howard <laughs> got released because he sucks. He was our goal line back. This guy Ahmed, who we brought up like a month ago from the practice squad, gets hurt. It's like I hate to blame injuries, and I'm the, I'm the last guy to blame injuries. I have the next man up mentality. But it's like, what the fuck? It's hard. Yeah. And I want to evaluate this young quarterback. But, like, I can't because he's got shit around him. And he actually played pretty well yesterday, all things considered. Through his first pick. But, I mean, shit. It's like, I, I don't know. But you're in the end, you're in the middle of a playoff race. And, he, and it's like you're doing it with a bunch of, like, a ragtag uh, group of guys, you know, backups who probably shouldn't even be playing. So, um, I, I heard the word moral victory thrown around. I hate that. But I also agree with the fact that it's hard to really it's it's hard to really evaluate what you have like in the quarterback when I mean they even with when all these guys are healthy, their focus was gonna be on adding talent around him or on the offensive side of the ball in the draft. But now it's like with all these guys injured, it's like holy shit, man, where does it end? I think the one sport you could you could get away with 
the the term moral victory. It it is football, because like anything anything else, it's you know this doesn't mean as much here. It, you you need to learn so much week to week about you know especially in the Dolphins' case about your young quarterback that a, a moral victory can go a long way to his into his education. So he has you know a, a loss that he's in against best team in football that it's necessary to take those lumps. You know, I guess you could, I mean, if you look, if you really want to look into the comparing of sports thing, which I don't want to do, but like was like the bulls losing to the Pistons those times in the playoffs were those moral victories because of what it taught them in the long run. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that works in NBA like that. That's just taking your lumps as you're growing up. But I think like in, in the week to week thing in football, when you, when you have a game where you compete, like they did yesterday, I guess with, with a decimated roster, you know, you had to look and say, look, we, we, have, a, we have a coach who led us. We have a, a quarterback who battled with us. We have a team that played together. That something, comes, something good comes of that. I don't know if it, it translates to a win in January or anything along those lines, but it, it, I think it goes – it's a step in the right direction. So it, maybe, don't, maybe don't use the term moral victory, but it's uh, – you, it's you, a moral victory. I mean, it's a moral victory in a sense, maybe from an individual standpoint, from the quarterback's perspective, maybe it helps him grow a little bit. I'm just looking at it more as this season, it's not really a moral victory because the NFL is so week to week, they can come out against New England and play their worst game. Of the- I mean, they came yeah. out against Cincinnati and played their worst game of the season. And then they come out like gangbusters against KC. So the NFL is so week to week, you have no idea what's going to happen. Like, sure. Just, yeah. yeah, right. Um, they, they, they might very well not built off it at all next week. Much right, after. right. It's, impo- it's impossible in the NFL to be like, well, this team played well this week. I mean, we saw it with the Raiders. The last good game they played was against the Chiefs. They've looked like shit ever since. Looked, you know, same with uh, – Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, there's, there, I mean, there's a bunch of different examples. Uh, <laughs> you know, who did Tennessee – Tennessee lost to somebody recently. Uh, who am I thinking of? Did Tennessee just lose to somebody? Was it last week? It was, after, it was in between the Colts and Jaguars. Who the hell did they lose to? Uh, I don't know. They lost the game. In there. <laughs> my point is the NFL. My point is the NFL is so week to week that it's hard to use the word moral victory because you have no idea what. To, well, look at the Patriots this year. They zig and zag, zig and zag. Yeah. So it's like you have no idea. But uh, I mean, we do know this that the Chiefs are the clear favorite now. I'm actually going to buy a little bit of stock in the Steelers just because I I still think that a great defense even though they, they miss Dupree which I think they do miss him I still think that a good defense veteran quarterback coach that have been there before I think that does matter in January mm-hmm. it's just they're not gonna, it, lo- it looks like they're probably not going to get that by now they're going to have to play yeah games. it's going to make it more difficult that would have been huge if Casey had to go on the road in a game yes I, that would have made it interesting yeah, well, it, it, it just I feel like with now with no fans, it seems like a much different. I mean, there are some fans, I guess, and some like right now watching Cleveland, they have fans there. But it, it just I think KC is allowed fans, right? I mean, in case if not, I mean they're going to be home, so it doesn't even matter now to to bring it up. It just feels like um, that there's less adversity. I, but I mean, now it doesn't matter. There's they're not going to be going on the road anyway. Yeah. You talking about the, you're talking about running against KC being the key. What what is the the story with with uh, Pittsburgh's running? Because I mean Connor is an all pro and he he hasn't gotten going and they and they don't. I mean he just got off the COVID list, right, Connor? 
Yeah, he had that one good year. But I, I thought that that's kind of a Pittsburgh staple to have a guy who can, who could run the ball. And if they if they can't get that aspect of their offense going, I feel like they're going to be in trouble no matter what. I get you yeah. know Roethlisberger like a couple weeks ago, he's got uh, you know Juju and Claypool and Deontay Johnson. He's, 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 he seems like a, a spoil a spoil of uh, riches there with his receivers. And now that he seems to have cooled off a little bit, they don't have anything. You know, they don't have anything going with the running backs. That's my that's my biggest concern with Pittsburgh is their running game, believe it or not, because yeah. I feel like that's a, an important aspect that, that they need to to have success. Yeah, they, they, and their receivers drop way too many passes. Oh Johnson yeah, Johnson drops passes. Ebron drops passes. Schuster. It's cra- even last night, man. Early in the game, Johnson dropped one. It's like, yeah. and then obviously the pick before the half. I see. I would have liked to have seen how that game plays out if Roethlisberger doesn't throw a pick there at the end of the half, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it just gave the Bills did nothing on offense really in the first half, and they, I mean, they were getting shut out most of the half. They kicked the field goal late, and then they obviously get the pick six. I would have liked to have seen how that game plays out if it's seven three Pittsburgh at the half, because I feel like. That touchdown changed everything. A little bit mm-hmm. of a momentum uh, swing going into the half. And now Allen is allowed to come out in the second half and kind of play fast and loose with a lead after doing nothing in the first half. Mm-hmm. He played a really good second. He played a really good second half. Diggs was the best player in the field. He was all over the place. Uh, so I just would have liked to have seen. Rausberger wasn't great uh, yesterday. Wasn't great against Washington. But I- I'm still not gonna. You know, if he goes out there and lays an egg against. Uh, the Bengals maybe will uh, come on here, and I'll, I'll panic a little bit. Mm. But until then, I still think – I still would – let me put it to you this way. Bills are three right now. Steelers are two. So they would line up to play. If they both win their wild card games, they would play DPW. Mm. I'm still taking Pittsburgh in that game, I think. Yeah. yeah. That I, could be me. Like, that could be me thinking, uh, you know – Valuing this, you know, thinking the Steve Rosberger's twenty eight and not thirty eight, and so maybe I'm <laughs> kind of refusing to, you know, let the new the new kid in the block in in the Bills. Mm. But I just I just think that I don't know. I, I trust Roethlisberger, and, and I still I know the Bills are ten and three, and I you know listen, I, I was high on the Bills coming in. I picked them for the Super Bowl. <laughs> I still I still have reservations about Allen. He just he gets a lot of. Do you think Allen gets? a lot of praise because of the other quarterbacks that were in that draft class kind of flamed out like Rosen and Darnold. I, mean, I feel like I listened to a few different shows today. That's what everybody talked about was if you redraft it, Allen's going to, is automatically the first guy in that draft for quarterback to go in that draft. Do you redraft it now? I heard that tw- at least on two different shows today. Um, would you take Allen over Lamar? Uh, I think I would. I, I mean, based off this year. Yeah. But I mean, but Lamar, can Lamar recapture something like what he had last year at some point? Is this just an aberration? Like, what? I don't understand what we're seeing. The regression from Lamar is uh, shocking. I don't understand how – is it their running game isn't what it was last year and that didn't – that 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 aided him so much that he was able to do what he did? I mean, the way he throws – the way he's been throwing the ball this year, you don't see him throw deep. Uh, yeah. I would have to go with Allen. But, I mean, I'm not ready to give up on Lamar Jackson either. I mean, that guy's – what he did last year was so impressive that, you know, I got to see if he – he can't duplicate it, but I got to see if he gets somewhere near that again. 
But yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, you talk about it being a week-to-week league. I mean, this just goes to show you everybody's redrafting for Allen or last year, you know, this same time you would have it would been a no-brainer to be Lamar. Yeah, right. well, Lamar also gets forgotten, at least in my mind, because he was he wasn't highly touted coming into the draft. I think he was a thirty second overall pick. So I yeah, always looked at it yeah. as the big four: Rose and Allen, Darnold, Mayfield. Yeah, uh, he's. I mean, Josh Allen has obviously had the most team success too, so it's easy to point at him and sure. be like, "Yeah, I would take that guy." Mm. Uh, but I would, I would. I mean, he's got to show me something in that because in the first game they play in the playoffs. You know, they're going to be home. They're going to be favored. Like, you got to go out there and win that game before I could uh, start thinking you're going to go on the road and beat Pittsburgh. That's fair. You know, but they, they're definitely the third team, though. You know, if the, if the Titans had a defense, they could be that team. But I think you saw them last year. Like, they played a perfect half against KC, but just it's not going to happen. You know, it's just, Henry's great, but you got to have that defense, too, to back it up. Yeah, yeah. How about um, – yeah, that's really it, huh? There's nobody else that's going to be coming in there. I mean, people are high in the Colts. I just can't – That would be that'd be, that'd be interesting, man. I, that, that defense is good, but just to say – but if you're going to be betting on Phillip Rivers in a playoff game against Kansas City, you know, you, you, know, you got to reevaluate your place in life. You got to really think about what you're doing there. How can you possibly – Think well, that Phil Rivers is gonna even with the defense like that, that Phil Rivers is gonna is gonna beat Mahomes, KC or Pittsburgh. I I, I don't think or he Pittsburgh, would beat Buffalo yeah. either. Would yeah, you pick Buffalo? You pick Buffalo over the Colts, yeah. right? In Buffalo, yeah, for sure. Be in Buffalo, yeah, I mean, it's, right? it, yeah. they have a good defense. The Colts they showed up yesterday. It's just uh, I don't know, man. They need they're gonna be in the market. How about how about uh, Frank? I don't know what Rivers' contract situation is, but Frank Wright, right? Maybe he's the Carson Wentz whisperer. Bring him in. I just don't think you're winning with Rivers. Like, who would you bring in? Would you bring in uh, Wentz or do you bring in Darnold? If we're going to do a reclamation project like that, that's really hard because Wentz was. Wentz looked like he was going to win the MVP yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, when they were going to win the when they went uh, win, win the Super Bowl, but he has regressed so much that he's looked like the worst QB ever. Whereas Darnell is younger and maybe you could argue has a little bit more upside because he's never been coached properly. I don't know. Mm. Who I, else? What, Wentz what? has the injury history. Well, I don't know. Darnell has injury history too. I don't know. It's not a great position to be in with either of those guys. Right now, I think. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the main answer. Well, I, I, I like Darnold coming into the coming in, you know, into uh, the NFL. So I'm a little biased towards Darnold, but I might take I might take a chance with Darnold. Although, but if I'm the Colts, I think I'd go Wentz just because of the Frank right angle. Okay. I don't know. The yeah. Colts are kind of a boring. I don't like watching the Colts. I think it's Rivers. I don't like Rivers. I'm not shocked. <laughs> I, mean, I give them credit, and they still have a chance at the division here because they're tied with the you know the Titans who took care mm-hmm. of business against the Jags. Yeah, um, I think the Titans hang on though. Here's Lamar right now, a touchdown. Yeah, not Lamar. throwing it though. Yeah, well, that's part of that's a big part of his game, man. He must have heard us talking about how we were taking, uh, we're just ready to take. Back. There's a holding, yeah. 
Uh, well, yeah, wonder, I'm not going to do it now, but I wonder who else is coming off the books. Or who's who's going to be a free agent that could be going uh, to these teams? A little, uh, little quarterback shuffle. A little quarterback roulette, yeah. yeah. I got a couple guys later on I can mention that need a change of scenery. All right. So, uh, yeah, so right now a, it's that's KC AFC 1, picture, Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah, Pittsburgh 2, Buffalo 3, Tennessee 4. I think 11 wins going to win that AFC South. Tennessee has a tough game with Green Bay left, and the Colts have a tough game with Pittsburgh left. So I think Tennessee probably hangs on and wins. Cleveland yeah. right now is the five. I will see what they do tonight. I'm actually a little surprised that you don't like watching the Colts just for the possibility we see a Rivers collapse. Isn't that, like, exciting to you? The possibility that we see a Rivers fold like he used to do in, in San Diego? He, just inventing ways to lose. Yeah, lose but games. the only thing is he's – they're going to be kind of an underdog. They're not really going to be a favorite. Even you know, still. if they go to Buffalo, no, I don't think people are going to really pick them to win. So we're definitely going to get like a Philip Rivers clunker thrown in there. It's just that's I don't know if it's going to be as sweet as it used to be. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm just nostalgic for it. I guess I got a little soft spot. And Vegas fucking stinks. I'm going to eat those words because they fucking stink. That defense is so bad. They're playing yeah, the Dolphins in a couple of weeks, so I know I'll probably they'll probably burn us, but they're terrible. I mean, I wasn't really I, – I was kind of in and out of the 4 o'clock games because I was doing some stuff, um, but I had on, like, the red zone and, you know, the Eagles game, Eagles-Saints, and, I mean, they go down 10 nothing and they fight their way back and go up 14-10. It's like, all right, Raiders are, are scrappy. Mm-hmm. And, like, instantly it was 17-14. And it's like <laughs> they just can't stop anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's uh, – I mean, they do have a nice matchup with the Chargers on Thursday, which you got to win if you want to stay alive in the playoff race. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think it might, I think it might be – if Baltimore hangs on here and wins this game, it's a long way to go. It could be Baltimore-Miami for that last, uh, that last spot, unless the Browns finally collapse. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's, it's very top-heavy to AFC. It's, it's a loaded conference, but it's, it's very uh, – Top. I mean, it looked like KC Pittsburgh as a collision course. Now maybe Buffalo, but I don't know. The, it's, it's, it's it should be interesting. The Browns are losing now, but they've looked pr- not an offense. They haven't. The offense hasn't looked great today, but the defense has looked really good. Even though they've yeah, given up sets. twenty. Yeah, even though they gave up twenty-one points, and I guess well, Lamar Jackson was slipping a bunch early too. So that has something to do with it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That that's AFC, yeah. That's the AFC for you in a nutshell. NFC, uh, yeah, not not a not a banner day in the NFC yesterday. <laughs> you know what I took? What I took out of fi- that the Saints finally lost, but I'll take it from the uh, Packers' perspective. I think there's no more excuses now for Rodgers and the Packers. The road to the Super Bowl goes through Lambeau. Go run the table. Go thirteen and three, and go to the Super Bowl. Has to be, yeah. I mean, you're the one seed right now. You got a gift. The Saints lost. You have the tiebreaker with them because you beat them back in week three. Mm-hmm. Go to the Super Bowl. You got the Panthers at home coming up on Saturday night. You have the Titans, which tough game because the Packers have a you know tough time against the run. But still, you're home. Then you play Chicago in Chicago, which if you have to win that game, Rodgers you know owns the Bears. Go 13-3, and three, get the one seed, and the road goes through Lambeau. Oh, man. His legacy would get 
shattered. I mean, I know he's got the ring already, but it is like if you get shattered. If you couldn't, if you couldn't win in Lambeau this year as a as a one seed, yeah, I think that would that's a that's a that would be a black guy. It would have they'd be overwhelmingly favorites to go to Super Bowl out of the NFC. I think um, if they if, were if the he one gets seed. the one seed, yeah. I don't know about as overwhelming as the Colts, but they would have to be favored. Like if you were. In Vegas right now, you're betting Super Bowl matchups. I would assume that Chiefs-Packers has to be the number one favorite. And CBS yeah. creaming themselves over that. Mahomes and Rodgers. <laughs> Haven't they already been in commercials together? Yeah, that's right. State Farm buddies, yeah. Plus rematch of Super Bowl one. That would yeah. be uh, that would be something that the media would, would definitely Chris, eat up. Nance, would, Romo. Would Chris Paul and um, uh, what's his name? Carlton be at the Super Bowl? They'll bring the State Farm four together. Those are all, those are all State Farm guys, right? Chris Paul, and then Carlton is the Carlton, yeah. Paul. Fonzo Ribeiro, yeah, he's a big State Farm guy too. So they'd have to get right. Maybe they do the coin toss. I think they would definitely see a commercial. Oh yeah, definitely see a commercial. Yeah, it goes without saying. <sighs> Fucking State Farm. Um. So yeah, I mean, and and he's already got a couple uh, hail hail Mary here at the end of the half from Baker. Oh geez, no one's down there. <laughs> oh, he almost. Oh, he oh no! Goalpost. Rarely seen. That's why they moved the goalpost back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, is the goalposts were in the front of the end zone, and there's you know you hear about players running into them. It happened in a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, uh, I want to say three. Yeah, Colts somebody... were drive. Colts were driving late, and the uh, upright took away a touchdown. Oh, would have got them back in the game. Is it, was that why they moved it? Was it that game that did it? Could have been. I'd I'll have to off the research that and get back to you. But I think it may have been Super Bowl three. Johnny wow. U, Earl Morrow, whoever was quarterback in the Colts at the time. Yeah, so that's how that's how that's the only way rules get changed in this sport is if somebody gets fucked and I go, oh, you know what, we got to change that. So the whole thing with uh, the, the pet being able to uh, review pass interference, right? I mean, that's the most recent one I could think of. Yeah, that was uh, well, that was with the Colts too. That was Colts Pats game from like the early two thousands when the Pats beat the shit out of their receivers. No, I'm talking about the uh, the playoff game with the with the Saints. Oh, oh, reviewing pass interference. I thought you meant the – all right, never mind. I misheard yeah. you. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, Green Bay, no, so no excuses for them. I think they got to go out and run the table. And I think the Saints are going to lose another game anyway because they got the you know, Chiefs coming up. So they'll probably lose another game. Um, Disappoint- so disappointing the Saints, man. I really thought that they, they were built for a, a game like that against a shitty Eagles team. They could just run all over them. But they have so many weapons on the ground. I know Taysom Hill is not a throwing quarterback, really. He's a Swiss Army Knife type guy, gimmick yeah. type guy. But I thought they could use it to their advantage. And then they go out and they lose to Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just something to be said, man, when – there's just, see, right here, they're halftime reporting right now. Miles Sanders oh. saying, quoting uh, – you know, that uh, Jalen Hurts is a natural leader, gave us a spark. Like, there's something to be said about a new quarterback just giving a team a spark. I can't really explain it, but I also have never played football at that level. Like, the whole team looked different yesterday for the Eagles. 
And I said it when I picked them. I was like, none, I know it doesn't make sense. I know it doesn't make sense. I, <laughs> I don't have any facts or anything I've seen from them to, you know, justify this pick. But there's something that when a new quarterback steps in, gives the team a spark. And that's what happened. They, they looked great yesterday. They hung out a little bit in the second half. I mean, they are, they are the Eagles. They're not great. You know, they had to hang out for their life a little bit. It uh, looked like it might be one of those feel-bad losses, but they got the job done. And, yeah, the Saints, I mean, could definitely be kicking themselves here now because they lose home field now, obviously the one seed being huge. Uh, you know, with, with Green Bay and the Saints, now I know we said last week it was a two-team race. The NFC West winner has a shot here. I mean, they're only one game back of these teams. If Green Bay were to slip up, mm-hmm. like I said, the Saints probably lose a game. I mean, they're playing the Chiefs. So, you, I mean, they're going to be underdogs in that game. The Rams and the Seahawks here now kind of inject themselves into this one-seed race. Yeah, Seahawks had a scrimmage yesterday against the Jets. And it's, it's like a bye week. And the, it really is. And the Rams waxed New England on Thursday. And the Rams have their bye week coming up against the Jets. <laughs> and, they both play, and they both play each other week 16. So, I mean, this wow. week – this week doesn't mean anything really for either team. Unless, I mean, for the one seed, I guess it means something. But for the division, it really doesn't mean anything. Seattle has uh, Washington this week, which is obviously a tough game. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's possible if one of these teams ran the table, Seattle or L.A., get the one they could seed. get the one seed. I think right now it's Green Bay's to lose, though. If, if the Seahawks or the Rams are the greatest threats to – Beating the Packers in January, do you take the completeness of the Rams, or do you take you just take the quarterback and say it's it's Russ is the only guy who's going to give us a chance to beat a juggernaut like like Rodgers? It's such an impossible question to answer because, <laughs> and also let's, let's let's be clear, the Packers aren't some like monster one seed. They're they're not they're not top to bottom like the, the pound for pound heavyweight champion of the world here no they're a touch soft the Packers like they're not really built to be like this hard like we haven't really seen the Packers get into a game like that uh you know like hard nose smash mouth game we saw them get punched in the mouth by Tampa who has a pretty good defense you know yeah we saw them get in a close game with Minnesota that they lost but I'm trying to think of like a really close game you know low scoring game they had to grind out and they haven't had that so yeah it's true oh go ahead no, I'm thinking. You go ahead, because I'm thinking no. like the Rams or Seattle. Like Seattle lost to them last year, but Seattle's see, Seattle's defense. That's the problem. Right, it's gonna have lost to be. a lot, but Seattle's defense could get. I mean, Rodgers could drop like forty spot on that day. Yeah, it had to be a shootout. Uh, there's a possibility for a shootout if you're playing Seattle, and the the Rams. You could see them knocking Rodgers around a little bit, and him kind of moping off the field, hanging his head, shaking his head. And get into one of those kind of pissy Rogers games. We could also see Goff spotting them like fourteen points out of the gate, and then they yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. There's not, it is not, it's not a perfect uh, formula for beating them. That's for sure. And the Rams are favored right now to win that division. They're gonna, the Rams are gonna be favored in Seattle in Week 16 with no crowd. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like a two, three point favorite. Mm -hmm. I think I kind of, I don't know. I kind of like Seattle to get the best because only because the Rams always beat them. I feel like Seattle's do. Okay. But I don't know. They're, I mean, the Rams are to me are the most complete team, but 
I don't see how you trust the quarterback. Yeah, you can't. Right? You can't. Yeah. I mean, they have the best defense. I would say, they, with all due respect <laughs> to the Saints defense, the Rams have the best defense in the conference. Yeah. Which is kind of what you kind of what you want going into January and kind of when you're measuring these teams, mm. except for the AFC because I don't think it matters because Mahomes just scores on everybody. But, and, you know, normal standards, we'll look at the NFC. I would say the Rams have the best defense. Mm. Uh, so I do like that about them. But, again, you don't know. They might be going on the road week one if they don't t- – uh, uh, wildcard weekend if they don't take care of business here it's wide open uh, nfc's wide open yeah. that's the story here nfc's basically wide yeah. open. yeah and i'm not even gonna mention the bucks because they're just a boring piece of shit blah team fucking yeah, retirement I'd... home dan yeah, bailey can't... fucking gift wrapping that win so i'm not even gonna mention the bucks because i don't know how to i don't know how to even i don't know the next time we talk about the bucks should be wildcard weekend because we know they're going to the playoffs you know, they escaped – you know, if they lost to the Vikings, it could have got dicey there in terms of, like, a seven seed or, you know, falling out. But I, I have no – they played the Falcons twice the next week 15 oh, yeah, and 17. So, yeah. there's – and they play the Lions. So, I mean, they should really run the table, if anything. Do you know any Buccaneers um, – do you know anybody who's a Buccaneers fan? What kind of shit do you have to – what kind of shit to go wrong in your life to be a fucking Buccaneers fan? I think I know one kid. Yeah, I know one kid, Buccaneers fan. Not like, well, like I haven't talked to him in five years, but I'm pretty sure he's a Bucks fan. What's he doing with his yeah, life? Yeah, it's now? a weird. What's, what's he doing with his life now? Bucks fucking rocking uh, Rob Gronkowski jerseys or something. I don't know what the f- fucking Bucks. Um, and that'll bring us to. Well, we'll get. Uh, well, I'll, I'll let me mention the teams on the fringe first, actually. Okay. I'll get back. I'll circle back to the NFC East, our favorite topic. But the Vikings and Bears, big game. That's a playoff game this week. Both at six and seven, a game back at Arizona. Losers yep. done. Winner is a lot. Can I, can I sell you on the Bears for a second? Um, he better be a good salesman. <laughs> your, your over-under isn't in the clear yet, okay? They have <laughs> at Minnesota – Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. They usually split with the Vikings. The Vikings, you know, they owe them one for earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. At Jacksonville, week 16. Jags got to try and keep pace with the Jets. And then week 17, home Green Bay. There is a small scenario where Green Bay has the one seed locked up. Okay. It's All right. not impossible. It's not going to happen. But it's not a oh, I'm saying, oh, I'm saying, it's not, really, I mean, it's not a great sales job at all. <laughs> if the, oh, listen, all I'm saying is if the Bears beat Kirk Cousins this week, they're all going to buy back in and then probably lose to Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, it would be a disaster. The yeah. Vikings – just get rid of the Vikings. Just fucking – I'm sick of the Vikings. Yeah, I don't want to see the Vikings. They, come on, man. They, they could have won that game yesterday in Tampa, man. But the kicker – it's just ridiculous. And then um, the Bears yeah, are such a, a playoff game. This week. The Bears are such a strange team, man. Tell me what teams you don't really enjoy watching. That's one of them. I don't really enjoy watching the Bears. The Bears, yeah, I watched them a little bit yesterday. Uh, yeah, I mean, when things go right, well, I don't know. The defense, defense looked good yesterday, but it's tough because Houston's missing all their weapons. Yeah, I don't know about the Bears. I they're, they're they are tough. They're probably just going to finish like eight and eight here, seven and nine, finish off the stretch. Mm. All I'm saying is I could see them like reeling their fans. They see they've already kind of reeled their fans in a little bit. 
there. Oh but yeah. I think even their fans are like, oh, we, oh it's Houston. Oh, they, they always do this to us. How dare they win? <laughs> but watch when they beat the Vikings. What happens? Fans are pretty stupid. Divisional stu- game. Fans are pretty stupid. They'll talk themselves into something they sh- they have no right to talk themselves into. Be- it could, just because of a game like yesterday. Yeah, Trubisky, well, yeah, Trubisky part of being a fan is being stupid. Yeah, you ha- yeah, blindly stupid and just having just unreasonable faith in a team that you know is going to fuck you. As much as you hate or as much as you don't like watching the Bears, wouldn't you rather see them make a run here instead of the Vikings? Yeah, when I, I say don't want- run, I mean – when I say I'd run, r- I mean like week I'd rather, 16. I'd rather see them lose in the first round of the playoffs than the Vikings, yes. Yeah, I, will, I would. I would rather see At them. least their defense could show up and make a game interesting in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind having the opportunity to bet against Kirk Cousins in the playoffs either. But I wouldn't enjoy watching it. You could bet against Trubisky, though, too. You could, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I would still – I would take the Bears over the Vikings. Just to, I mean, just on the team – a history alone, just on the Bears being the Bears. Yeah. True, true, true. And it could be – and you never know. It could be like Green Bay in the first round. It could have like a divisional matchup or yeah. whatever. And then the 5-18s, and 18s, I'm dismissed. I'm getting rid of San Fran. Mullins stinks. Fucking handed Washington that game. Yeah, Mullins <laughs> is so bad. And Detroit, I mean, I like – I kind of did like enjoy the false hope of Detroit yesterday against Green Bay because they were up 7 nothing. They were tied at the half. That was fun. But, you know, Chase Daniel looks like he's taking over now, so that over-under is going to be dead. I'm 3-1 and one right now in the clubhouse, but Vikings I can only push with and the Lions need to go 2-1. and one, So it's going to be 3-3. Three and three. Um, All right, so NFC East – it was the Cowboys division, then the Eagles division, then the Giants division, and now it's Washington's, it's Washington's division to lose. And, uh, and who knows? I mean, they, they, we have an injury at quarterback, Alex Smith. It's a big uh, – yeah, and they're uncertain about Alex Smith. Haskins, who came in yesterday and just did the bare minimum. He didn't lose the game. He gets an assist there. That's very positive, yeah. Yep. He didn't turn the ball over. Um, I don't know. I'll 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 defer to you on the Cardinal. I didn't really mention the Cardinals there. I'll defer to you on the Cardinals Giants game because I only had the Dolphins. I was I was doing some things. I was helping uh, with my kitchen, so I just basically left the the Dolphins Chiefs game on. I didn't really have too much red zone on. So and all the other games were kind of the games were kind of shit. Miami kind of Miami and the Chiefs kind of saved the one o'clock slate there at the end because it was the only yeah. game that really had an interesting fourth quarter. So I'll defer to you because I really did not watch much of this game. So uh, is there a quarterback yeah. controversy? <laughs> the only controversy is, isn't, isn't Colt versus Danny Jones. It's just, is, is Danny Jones a guy? Which, I mean, I, I'm not here to defend Jones, but I mean, it's, really, it's a little bit unfair because I think he was playing hurt yesterday. However, what we saw yesterday out of him is, is the biggest fear of, a, of Giants fans. I mean, it was – the indecision, the turnovers were back, um, and and they're just not. And of course, he had like one great throw to, to Golden Tate, and we're like, oh, hey, there he is. Uh, but it was just. And the, well, another thing is the offensive line out of nowhere just re- reverted back to their week two and three and four status, and just I'll let the Brady Carpet out for that uh, for those Cardinals front defenders there. 
It was uh, it was just so disheartening watching that game. Uh, How many turnovers did he have? A couple fumbles? Yeah, I want to say he lost two fumbles. Is that right? I don't yeah, – What is his deal? Saying. He just doesn't protect the ball? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yesterday he just held on to it and held on to it and held on to it and just, you know, they just didn't have the time to do that. He had to get rid of it. Um, did they fumble we, a kickoff return? Uh, was that the one with the, the – the, the, he got kicked? That Deion Lewis got kicked? I don't know. I just I forget that was a kicker. The Cardinals went up six nothing, and then the Cardinals got the ball right back. I don't know if they turned it over on offense or yeah. You know what? Because they did hang around for a little bit. You know what? The defense played great. They had absolutely no field position. They were just constantly getting the ball like at the Giants forty. You know, it was the, the defense did a great job. They held them a couple of field goals early, and uh, you know, you felt like all right, but let's just let, let the offense kind of get their footing. Uh, and it's never they never got anything going on offense. You know, you figured it was a, if they were they were losing the field position game early. Defense was stiff; they held tough. But if the offense doesn't give them any kind of support, it's all for no, it's all for nothing, uh, which is you know what it was. Uh, yeah, I think I th- I think I don't think it was a, a kickoff return, but there was a play where the guy kicked the ball out of Deion Lewis's arms. Oh. They called it a fumble, and it should have been – you're not allowed to kick the ball, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did – uh? so, I mean, Jones isn't he- – he clearly didn't look healthy yesterday. Definitely, definitely on the second half. He was limping in the second half. I mean, Colt McCoy finished the game. Oh, he did? Okay. Um, well, I, why, why start him, though? Like, McCoy won him a game in Seattle. I mean, he's Colt McCoy. I understand that. And, you know, it's it's like easy Monday morning quarterback to be like, hey, why didn't you play Colt McCoy? Not a lot of people have said that ever. <laughs> but, like, it's easy to say because Jones stunk. But, like, if he's not healthy, I mean, Arizona has a good, has a good uh, you know, front four. They get pressure on the quarterback. It's like, I don't know, man. If he can't move around, he's not healthy. Are, are you better off giving it to Colt for another week? Yeah, early on, like, you, could say, you could say, you know, how come they didn't know early on he didn't have it? But there really was an opportunity to evaluate him early on because they were – I feel like they were throwing out constantly. And it, it wasn't all his fault early. But then, like I said, as the game went on, and, again, he was limping in the second half. You, got, you know, you, you saw that maybe it was injury-related. Um, yeah, I don't know why they, they rushed if, – if, I don't know if they rushed him back and then if it was actually rushing, why they rushed him back. Um, if anything, it's just because he's their guy and they want to have him out there uh, for the bigger games of the season. And uh, it backfired horribly. I mean, it was brutal. Did Kyler look good? Did Kyler look back to form or he was a little – did he look hurt? He was a little – he was better than, than he has been. He was running around a little bit more than usual or than, than we had seen. He, he was using his legs to his advantage. And he, he was a little bit slow to get going, but – in the end, he, he looked really good. Yeah. Better, yeah. Jeez, Lamar Jackson just running all over the field, back to his MVP form. Yeah, as soon as – jeez, as soon as Sunday, Sunday Port does that all the time, where he'll call out a guy – not even call out a guy, just mention that, you know, somebody's better than him or he isn't what he used to be. And then this is at least the third or fourth time we've done that. And the guy Yeah, just completely up. rejuvenates them. I think I mean, we just just saying that Tom Brady was done a couple of times throughout the season. Well, he still <laughs> might be done. 
Yeah, you say that now, and then he's going to go out and throw four touchdowns next week because we set it up. He's playing the Falcons. That doesn't count. <laughs> As I will not be held responsible. And that's a game <laughs> – we should mention that because that was the that, – I mean, that had no playoff bearings whatsoever, no, no playoff, uh, you know, effects. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was just the most classic – I think I said on the show, just take the team getting points because people were starting to kind of believe in the Falcons a little bit because they were playing better. Mm -hmm. The Chargers were coming off getting waxed. I didn't realize this, but I guess it was like the last six minutes of the game, Ryan threw a pick like when they were kind of in field goal range. (laughs) Then Herbert threw a pick. And then Ryan was setting up in field goal range, like maybe not the field goal range, but inside their own inside the Charger forty. Mm-hmm. And then he threw a pick with like fifty seconds left, I think. Jeez. And I mean, Matt Ryan, future Hall of Famer Matt Ryan, excuse me. <laughs> Matt Ryan has to be one of the worst quarterbacks you could ever. Uh, the, he's got to be the worst quarterback to win an MVP. In a set, he's he got. Let me rephrase this. He's the worst quarterback you could ever want, like in the final five minutes of a game when when like the chips are on the table. He is one of the worst. What's that? What's that called? Like not not a clutch performance. Like what's the opposite of being clutch? Not he's not a choice. I mean, choke artist. Is that the nicest way to put it, or is that the most common way to put it? Like what is? What? How would you classify him? What's the term you would stick on future Hall of Famer? I think Matt he Ryan's? is the term going forward. I think he he is. He's the like whenever a guy just doesn't have the end of the game, he's Matt Ryan. Oh, like we talk no. a lot of shit about Philip Rivers. I would take Philip Rivers so fast in a big game over Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is such a joke at the end of these games. And this I and I keep coming back to the Super Bowl. Because he like it was, I know a lot of it went to Quint and deservedly so, but Matt Ryan like wasn't using the clock properly in the Super Bowl. He took a bad sack in mm. the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They got, and one of them was a strip sack. One of them was a strip sack that really let New England back into it. Then at, and then after that, he took a bad sack that knocked him out of field goal range. Just no fucking awareness, that guy. He stinks. He's so bad. And like yesterday, you're playing the fucking Chargers, man. You're throwing picks. at the end. I mean, this team stinks. Anthony Lynn can't manage a clock. He fucked it up again at the end of the half. Again, yeah. every week, this guy. He can't, man, it's unbelievable. We were watching it. We were watching it here, and we were just laughing. I was like, look, again, you're doing it. But Matt Ryan, oh, oh my God, just horrible with the game on the line. It's just the worst. Uh, I can't, yeah, that's, I like that you're gonna, we're going to go with Matt Ryan being the term. <laughs> it's just, I, was try, I was thinking of a guy in my head to like compare him to, to like label Matt Ryan, but I was like, no, it's, he is the guy. He, he is that guy. He Matt ryan it. Yeah, like I was looking at the all-time – I was looking at two things, say, like the all-time touchdown list, and it was just like, you know, Marino and all those guys. The Matt Ryan's like 11th. Yeah, stupid, yeah. Just, yeah, and then I was different, looking different at – Different volume these days, yeah. I was looking at like the MVP, all the guys who have won an MVP. He's the last <laughs> guy – of all the quarterbacks that have won it, and that includes Lamar, he's the last guy – includes Cam Newton too. He's the last guy I would take like in the last five minutes of a game when I need somebody to make a play. Whether that's protecting a lead or you know chasing uh, chasing a deficit, he's the last guy. I just oh, think he is one of the worst. He's one hundred percent the last guy I want protecting a lead. I'm protecting a lead, yeah. 
No, I would I'd bring him my back up to protect the lead. You'd rather be down 10 with Matt Ryan than up 10. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so, they, I mean. They might, they might need it. That might have been the go-to in the Super Bowl. They need, might have just gone to the bullpen there, brought in a closer that could manage the end of the game instead of Matt, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is a five-inning pitcher. Yes, he, he is. needs he's a closer. Jarrett, he's Jarrett Wright. Yeah. All the all these years, the secret to the Falcons' success, maybe they'd have a Super Bowl or two, is if Matt Ryan had a reliever coming behind him. Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub is the Falcons' closer, man. He's just sitting should there on the bench. Should have been, yeah. Should have been. Yeah, so, I mean, this, the Falcons are just uh, – I mean, again, that game meant nothing, but it was just interesting to watch Ryan just gag it up again. Speaking of uh, quarter, quarterbacks – we talked earlier about Saints and Eagles, but Breeze is supposed to come back Christmas. Is that right? That's they're like- saying that, but then they're also saying they're not going to rush him back. Like, I just can't – even though yesterday was Taysom Hill maybe being exposed a little bit because, you know, they get shut out in the first half. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he looked very human. He wasn't able to do all the things he wanted to do. But I will say he brought him back a little bit in the second half. But regardless, yeah, he wasn't yeah. good. He wasn't good yesterday. Okay. Mm. I stand by the fact. I stand by it that Hill gives him the best chance to win. I don't think Breeze is. I don't think Breeze is the guy anymore. I, I stand by that even with the Eagle loss. Yeah. How about James? I, I mean, I got to bring him up. I got once a show. I got to bring up Jameis. I think that Jameis. I just Peyton is committed to Taysom Hill. Man, it's like yeah. a marriage. It's a, it's a it's a it's a strong marriage, and he'll go back to Breeze and his twelve broken ribs before he goes to Jameis. I just don't yeah. think. I think Jameis is there just in case of a, you know an emergency. He's there. Only only break glass in emergency. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, um, so yeah, and I don't know. I I wonder if you gave Sean Payton truth serum. I think he would tell you he wants <laughs> to stick with Hill. I think he knows. I think he knows it's it for Breeze, I, and I think. I don't know, man. Breeze going into like Lambo, that that cold weather, man. That environment, like, I think you're better off with Taysom Hill in that game. You're gonna you're gonna see both of them. If if Breeze is healthy in the playoffs, you're gonna see Breeze, and he's just gonna I mean he's gonna be running like like hockey lines. Just to have Taysom run out there and Breeze run off, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be dependent on on the the time of the game and the drive that they're on, it's going to just do whatever, whatever kind of plays he's, he's going to call. You're going to see both of them. It's going to be – Yeah, probably. Be they're not effort. just going to completely outright bench Breeze. Yeah, no, no. He'll probably be the starter, which is what they are doing before, which is what they are doing before he got hurt. So now now uh, it might just be a little more pronounced. You might see a little more of Hill. It might be a little more closer to 50-50 than it was prior to the injury. But Breeze will be the starter. And I think, I think – What do you think the Saints fans want? Do you think they want Hill? Or did yesterday turn him off? I don't know. Like, there's a loyalty in, in question here, too. I, don't, I know it's about winning the football games, but fans, like we said, fans are pretty stupid. And they I mean, are, like, ridiculously they're, – they're blindly loyal, even when a guy and, is kind of over the hill. And he has been, but, they, but they've won even through his, his entire, you know, regression from being – the big game, you know, thrown over the right. field. They definitely, they definitely transformed themselves, but they've also, you know, before yesterday, they were 8-0 and without Breeze. Yeah. 
uh, the last two years when he doesn't play. So it's not – they really – that was yesterday was the first time they've ever missed a step without him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's easy for an outsider who's not – doesn't have anything invested in the Saints, you're not a fan, to be like, it's clear that Taysom Hill gives you a better chance to win. I'm not sure what the fans are thinking, though. I think that I think the fans want to see Breeze, but I think they've been doing this for a couple of years now, like the like the tandem QB. I, yeah. think, I think they just, they understand that's what what the team is now. So they want to see just a mixture. They want to see Breeze with a little Taysom Hill mixed in. Right. I don't think there's anybody that's. I I, I would doubt there's anybody that's rooting for the Saints that's like just bench Taysom, put Breeze in. And I would doubt there's anybody saying. Pench Breeze, just keep Taysom in. I think they know that it's the best chance they have to win is to use the both of them for certain things, right? Because I guess so. Well, because like how like Mike Michael Thomas, he's still good, but he, you know I feel like he does lose a little bit with Hill in there because he's not he's just not throwing as much as Breeze would. I mean, we know that we know that Taysom's a run first quarterback, really. Yeah. So I mean, I think you, I think you can utilize all your weapons a little better if you have Breeze out there. But and let's say, go ahead. Let's say, but Butt Hill is his own kind of weapon too. So let's say Breeze packs it in because he should. I don't know if he will, but let's say he packs it in. Mm-hmm. Hill's your their guy going forward. I would. I mean, just like you said, it's a marriage. I would think so, J- just based on that loyalty. And as long as, as long as he's there. Peyton's there. I think that's going to be his guy. Just seems like he's been grooming him for grooming him for years. Yeah, it's true. I was thinking actually today because when we were talking about Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. it's like where some of these guys are going to end up. The team I'm looking at that really needs one of those like stopgap quarterbacks because they're kind of a. They feel a little bit like a win-now team, but they whiffed on their uh, draft pick a couple of years ago, would be Washington. Okay. Washington, because that defense, I mean, Chase Young looks like they, looks like they connected with that number two yeah. pick. Yeah. He looks he like looks, a beast. He looks great. Washington's going to yeah. have to make a decision during the offseason because Haskins, I think, we know isn't the guy. Kyle Allen is – I mean, he's coming off an injury, but he's obviously not the guy who's going to take you anywhere. Yeah. And Alex Smith, I mean, I will see on his leg, but, you know, I mean, he's, he's, long, he's just – you can't time. put your future in Alex Smith. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'd be interested to see Haskins. <laughs> I would love to see Haskins the next couple of weeks. Uh, I don't it might. Think, I think we're going to. I mean, where else are they going to go? I mean, how, bad, how, bad, how, how bad is the injury? And they said calf, something with a calf, but I don't know. If it's the leg that you snapped in half just a couple of years ago, it can't be Yeah, it wouldn't be, be any rush. Yeah, I think you proved your point, you're Alex Smith. And so where do they go? Because there's a couple of different options I was thinking. Uh, yeah. Matt Ryan was one if, they, if Atlanta decides to move on. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan in Washington would be, would be a fun disaster to watch. It would be. I'd, I'd sign up for that. It will give Washington hope. Just thinking they had a guy that can, like, like you said, a stopgap guy who can com- help you compete at the same time. But it's also, it's still Matt Ryan. Uh, that'd be, I think that'd be, <laughs> I'd sign up for that right now as a Giants fan. How about this one? I got, I got one for you. A little re- reunited, reunited, reunited. 
They're going to – all right, I don't know. Cam? I was trying to play off that word a little bit, but <laughs> a little bit of a reunion. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> um, Cody Parkey, unbelievable. It's the second one. He missed the field goal, I missed yeah. the field goal, yeah. Uh, a little bit of a reunion in Washington. What do you think about Cam going with Ron Rivera? Cam was complaining that nobody signed him prior to the season, right? And then he got the league minimum. Yeah. I think we're seeing why. Nobody, I don't think anybody, I don't think I'm going to be wronged Cam by not signing him this offseason. Right. But Ron Rivera in his head could be like, hey, I had this guy when he was MVP. It could be one of those nostalgic things. Like, hey, I've seen the best of this guy. Maybe they have a good relationship. I, w- I would look elsewhere. He did bring in Kyle Allen. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Who you coached in Carolina, so it wouldn't put it past. I would, I would look else. I would look elsewhere. All right. How about this? If the Niners are willing to move on from Jimmy G, I think it would have to be a trade. Okay. But Jimmy G to the Niners. Jimmy G to the to the Redskins. That's That's Jimmy G Redskins. Yeah. Um, I actually think Jimmy G and Ryan could be in play for the patch job too, because Ryan went to school at Boston College, and Jimmy G obviously. That's Belichick's boy. Who, who – where's San Francisco going, going with their quarterback in this scenario? Or is that for another day? I mean, if it was me, I would <laughs> stick with Jimmy G. Okay. I, mean, I think we're, people acting like Nick Mullins was the answer. Like, oh, yeah, Nick Mullins. It's like, no, Nick Mullins stinks. Absolutely not. Yeah, Nick Mullins provides more questions than answers, that's for sure. Uh I mean, he provides a couple answers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I grapple. That might be a good risk for anybody looking for a quarterback because you lost a little bit. It's kind of going to be, um, not a reclamation project, but it's going to be kind of him trying to find his his way to where he was supposed to be at this point in his career. He definitely took a step back this year, and then another injury. Uh, so yeah, I think that'd be. It might be a good place to go it might it's a kind of a low risk high reward type situation he's not gonna um i mean he's not he's under contract already so it's yeah not, it's not like you have to open the pocketbook for him but right um and then obviously um well Wentz Wentz is they're not going to trade him inside the division if, if Wentz goes anywhere i think it would be indy maybe but here's another one darn all yeah i could see anybody I, w- I could see a lot of teams taking a chance on Darnold. I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah, he, he's. It's a low risk. Yeah, he's not gonna. He's not gonna get a lot of money on the open market. Nope. But, but yeah, he has. You know, he was a high draft pick just a couple of years ago, and like you said, just mismanaged with the Jets. And if he could stay healthy, you know, maybe he can. Uh, that's what everybody says. He just needs to change the scenery. Although he did come out today and say that he loves New York. He wants to stay in New York. But uh, I mean, as a Jet, it seems like a bad idea. Maybe he's just like. When they cut him loose, he could be like, "Well, it wasn't you know, it wasn't me. I wanted." To yeah, be oh it. yeah, no, it's just saying the right things for sure, for sure. If you're Trevor Lawrence and the Jets had the first pick, you're seriously considering either not coming out or like demanding a trade or something like that, right? Like you're consider. You're, yeah, you- but the alternative is the Jaguars. That's the only problem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Not, I think he's going to come out. Is, it, is, is there still like a little bit of a draw to the Jets because they're New York team, Broadway Joe, that kind of shit? Is that still – um, as, as long as Gase is gone, there's still a little bit of a 
Mm, upside to the Jets? I don't know. But you got to remember, Lawrence is how old? 20 years old? Like, I don't know what he's thinking. Well, it's not, not, not Broadway Joe, but, like, New, New York. New York's going to be New York no matter what. Yeah, I know, but that even still, like, I don't know what a 20-year-old is thinking. I don't know. I'm not even sure where he's from. Like, does New York mean anything to a kid that age? I have no idea. I do know he's probably heard some negative shit. About the Jets. Like, the whole reason, the whole reason Matt Rule didn't get uh, – didn't end up going with, to the Jets was because Parcells told him not to because they wouldn't <laughs> let him hire his own staff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Jets are a disaster. They need to get their shit in order. So, like, when you hear stuff like that, it's like, you know, is Trevor is Trevor Lawrence going to seek out people who have, you know, been in the Jets organization? Like, yeah, you really don't know. But like I said, Jacksonville being the alternative makes like, who the fuck wants to go to Jacksonville? But he has a year left of eligibility, right? So he could stay in school if he wanted to. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to risk that though. I think he's ready. And I think he's one of he, – I hope I'm wrong because the Jets are probably going to end up with him. But to me, he looks like a can't-miss guy, like the most can't-miss guy since maybe Luck. Like I just think he's going to be automatic. Doesn't mean – I mean, doesn't mean, doesn't mean Super Bowls or anything like that. But, you know, because Luck didn't win anything. Luck was a good quarterback who, you know, went to an AFC title game. But Lawrence looks like the real deal to me. There's one franchise that could fuck up and can't-miss guy, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what I'm banking on. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> and then Darnold goes and wins, uh, wins a couple of cool. East with Washington. Because <laughs> Washington – it's crazy to say because Washington has always looked like this poorly run franchise, right? You know, Jay mm-hmm. Gruden, the horrible coaches, Daniel Snyder. I feel like they've actually built this team the right way except they whiffed on the quarterback. Aspects. Yeah. Because they right now, if they if ha- if they connected with Haskins and let's say Haskins was you know their guy and a really good quarterback, they we'd be looking at them right now like oh here we go they're this is a together you know put together well team they're ready to win this division now you know that we're gonna they're gonna be a handful for the next ten years they just don't have the most important piece which is quarterback so it's like yeah I mean that defense man they've been they might be the best defense like the last month of uh, you know we've seen in the NFL yeah, they've they've been been unreal lights out yeah. Playing really well. So, I don't know. That's that, what that, makes them that, Washington. That's what makes them competitive. That's what that's what has kept them in the in the race. If you want to well, call change, it, it, you want yeah, to call it the race. Uh, it all changed yesterday. I think it was was it the fumble return was the first one. Fumble return right before that because the Niners were winning, and then the second touchdown they scored was a pick six. So I think they scored both their touchdowns on defense. Like if they ever had an if they had a quarterback, man. That's what that's all they're missing. Really, it feels because they. They connected with that running back Gibson, right? They have him. They have yep. McLaurin, the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Like they have some pieces. Mm-hmm. Tight end seems to be nice, Logan Thomas. And then, you know, Chase Young and the defense. So, it's like they just need that quarterback, which is why next year I think they're going to end up with one of these, like, stopgap kind of transition guys that maybe they could, you know, ride, try and ride to a Super Bowl, kind of like what Elway did with Peyton Manning and, you know, along those lines. But, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you dodged, Giants fans definitely dodged the bullet with uh, them whiffing on Haskins because Washington would look really good right now if they had a QB. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – And see- Philly, Philly – do you give Philly any shot here down the stretch? I mean, they're only – if Washington lost yesterday, it would have been more interesting. But, like, the, the Philly plays – they have Washington week 17. 
So that's the team they're going to have to obviously beat. But, you know, it's one of those games you have everything in front of you. They have Dallas week 16, who I don't care what they did yesterday. They're, you know, they stink. And they have Arizona this week. So there's a scenario where Philly could get hot here. It's I, just like, I don't know. Like, where do you even stand with the Giants going forward? Like, are they going to – they play Cleveland and Baltimore. So it's like I – mean, I, th- I mean, I think they have a chance to beat Cleveland on Sunday night. Um, I just got to – for me as a Giants fan, I just take it one game at a time. I just got to see what that is, see what they, they come to play. And have, I, they can't look anything like they looked on Sunday because they, they looked like a discombobulated football team on Sunday. Um, they might be catching Cleveland in, the, in a free fall. It's, yeah, it's very possible, yeah. Um, as far as Philly having a chance, I do give them a chance because the, that's how the NFC has been all year. Like nobody's, it's been a hot potato, the top spot. And it's just been – nobody has a grasp on it. So, yeah, I've, I give them a chance just because of that because nobody is ever in control. I give them an outside shot too because I like Hurts. And, and they, now, waited, I mean, they waited way too long to go to Hurts. Way too long. And, and if, if Alex Smith is hurt, he's going to miss the rest of the season or even a, even a game here. Like, it's just everything is in flux. Like, just a second you would say, like, oh, now they have it. Now oh, they, my God, man. Lamar, that was an awful guy. Awful throws. My God. Um, That's a touchdown. That should be. In two guys. Yeah. That should that could have been. He just didn't throw to either one of them. There's two. There's two guys that were open. <laughs> I mean, he just is not, he cannot throw the deep ball. It's crazy. I think that's probably why. I don't know. I'm just watching this game with the sound off, not knowing shit. But I think Cleveland's almost daring him to go deep, maybe letting the receivers get behind him, playing the mm. short passes. Mm. That's all. I'm, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so yeah, I give Philly a, 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 a even though it's tough. They got to make up a game and a half, and who knows that tie could come back to benefit them, but. I mean, if I like Hurts because Hurts is the only guy I've ever seen get Nick Saban emotional, which is almost impossible. I told you the story about how two are benched, or Hurts uh, got benched at uh, halftime of the national title game. Yeah. Tua came in and let him back. Yeah. yeah. And then the year, year after, the opposite happened. Tua got hurt and Hurts came in and let him back. Right, right. Saban got so emotional in the uh, on field interview afterwards because he <laughs> talked about how Hurts. You know, because the following year, Tua got named the starter and Hurts was his backup the entire year. And mm-hmm. Saban got so emotional talking about how Hurts, you know, he practiced. He never complained. He came to practice every every day like he was going to be the starter. And that's why he was able to step up in this game. And he got emotional saying it. And I was like, wow, I was like that's a fucking that's a fucking team. Like, that's a guy. So now when, when I hear like Miles Sanders in the interview that they showed at halftime saying like he's a natural leader. I yeah. actually do buy it because we did see it. And I, there's something to be said about guys who – and you could get burned by this too, but there's something to be said about guys who were winners in college at the biggest stage, like Watson with Clemson, won a national title, beating Bama, you know, uh, Tua, like um, Jalen Hurts. Like, there's something to be said about those guys. I feel like when you're playing at the highest level in college on the biggest stage and you come through, that has to be – I don't know, that has to be – that has to benefit you in some way as opposed to a guy like Wentz who went to like North Dakota state. I mean, there's, there's examples of both. So who, who knows? There's plenty of guys who went to small, like big Ben went to Miami of Ohio. Yeah. You know what I mean? He played in the Mac conference and he's awesome hall of famer. So there's examples of both, but I do tend to like gravitate towards quarterbacks who played at the biggest stage and, you know, national title games and went up against like the best teams. 
more so. I don't know, and I and I saw that and hurts. Like there's something to him. I don't know. What well, about him? That seems like a more modern uh, take because years ago the guys who are those big games never panned out. I feel like I feel like a lot of those championship quarterbacks, uh, yeah, college like Danny Werfel and uh, I don't know who else. Who who was the Nebraska quarterback? Eric Crouch. Yeah, <laughs> he, high, he actually got drafted, but he was he. They knew he wasn't a quarterback. I feel like some of those guys you could tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just feel yeah, so. I feel like I feel like that's kind of a new uh, outlook on on things. It, it, it's kind of new either are having success, but maybe I mean I'm sure there's like Montana, right? He was uh, I don't know if he won a Notre national Dame. championship, but he went to Notre Dame, big time school. Yeah, I don't know if you I don't know if he won a national championship, but there are you know there's like you said he there's might a, have I'm not sure. Um. But yeah, I mean, if if you if you're able to to go onto the football field in front of eighty thousand fans on Monday night in uh, in January and lead your team to victory, yeah, that oh my God, Baker, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's not a great throw. You might be catching the Browns at the right time. Yeah, yeah. Wheels are coming. Well, finally, the wheels are coming off in Cleveland. They might be catching the Giants at the right time too. That's the problem. <laughs> Could be a problem. That's yeah, true too. Colt McCoy revenge game. Did he, <laughs> is that one of like the twelve teams he's played for? I'm just assuming the Browns. He was yeah, Brown. it sounds right. I'm not sure. I feel like there's one of those Browns jerseys that have like every quarterback in the past twelve years. I feel like McCoy is on it. You know, what I'm he's got to be on it. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Starting with like Tim Couch. <laughs> Who was the? Uh... Wasn't Steve? What? Where did? No, no. Steve McNair went to Alcorn State, right? What, who was the quarterback on the? Is that right? Alcorn. I don't know. McNair also McNair is one of those MVP quarterbacks that I would take over Matt Ryan in a big game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, he was a Brown. That's who. Oh, he got drafted by the Browns. Who? Who was the quarterback of Nebraska when oh, Lawrence Phillips was the was the? Uh, That's probably Crouch. No, I think it was before Crouch. This is like, I'm going to say it's 97, something like that. I uh, I think it was Crouch. Crouch was right around that. Crouch was in the 90s, no? No, no, it's that different guy. What, no, it wasn't him. Lawrence Phillips. That's what I got to look up. Did he kill I, himself in prison? That sounds about, Yes. Well, yeah, the final fateful days of Lawrence Phillips. So, yeah, sounds like it. What did he do? Did he murder someone? I'm not sure what he did to go to jail. Can I, he was oh, pretty good, Lawrence Phillips, right? He, he, he was in college, a national championship. But he wasn't a bust in the pro. Oh, Tom, Tommy Frazier. I don't remember Tommy Frazier. Uh, yeah, I feel like he was a decent pro. I don't think he was like one of the best, but I think he had a pretty decent career. Let's see what happened. Okay, blah blah blah. And it's bad when you go to someone's Wikipedia page and it's their mugshot. That's never a good sign. <laughs> uh, he was arrested for assault after driving a car to three teenagers following a dispute with them during a pickup football game in Los Angeles. Why are you playing pickup football with teenagers when you're 30 years old? I don't prove you still got it, I guess. And um, 
He was also wanted by the San Diego Police Department in connection to two alleged domestic abuse incidents. Uh, okay. Apparently choked out his girlfriend, knocked her out. Not had great. Some, had some issues there, some anger management in Fel- some store. Felony assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, while serving that sentence, Phelps was convicted of an assault of a former girlfriend. Oh, my God. Just the kind of all came crashing down. And he was sentenced to 25 years in prison. Um, yeah. Oh, and it looks like he killed someone in prison, too. Oh, yeah. This guy just never learned his lesson. He was just like... Choked, hey, choked out his roommate. In prison. Like when the judge is handing down a sentence, you know, they always give you like that long spiel about maybe you'll learn something and this and that. And this guy just doesn't, I mean, he's just choked his cellmate out. He's choked his cellmate to death. Yeah, and then hung himself. And he, I mean, this is disturbing. He put a do not resuscitate note on himself. I think it could have been, maybe we should look into this. Maybe it was someone else. Uh, Revenge for the cellmate? Yeah. And then they put the do not resuscitate on him. Actually, it looks like he didn't have a great NFL career. <laughs> I, I remember him being good, but I, it's possible I'm thinking of college. He was really good in college, but then, yeah. Sixth he had, overall pick by the Rams. Oh, yeah, because he ended up. He only lasted two years with the Rams and he ended up on the Dolphins for a year, which I don't even remember. Two games with the Dolphins. And then he That's was why I don't remember it. <laughs> then he played for the Barcelona Dragons. Uh, if you're playing in Barcelona two years after you were drafted, you were a bust. But then he went to San Francisco, played for the 49ers. But then he finished off his career with a season in Montreal and a season in Calgary. So yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, so Tommy Frazier was his quarterback. <laughs> Tommy Frazier. All right. I don't remember Tommy Frazier. I just, for some reason, I just remember that, that team, that Nebraska team. They won it all with Phillips? I'm pretty sure. They might have went to back-to-back championship games and won the second one. I don't know if that's right or not. That might be me talking a little bit out of my ass. Yeah, I don't remember. 90s or – I don't know. Co- college is tough. I don't have the best memory with college. Oh, Frazier had an amazing play. Wait a second. So, Frazier collected his third consecutive national championship game MVP. What? They had three in a row and he was the MVP all three years? That's crazy. I mean, they were really good in the 90s, so it wouldn't wouldn't be shocking. Uh, See, the 94, 94 and 95, they won it all. 96 was Florida, and then 97 was a tie between Michigan and Nebraska. That was probably because one team, they probably both played in two different oh, bowl yeah. games or something. Frazier won the MVP of the 93 championship game, but they lost. In Florida State? Yeah, to Charlie Ward in Florida State. The best, oh, man, best, I don't remember that at all. Best point guard in New York at some point. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Ward. Wow. All right, well, didn't expect to talk Nebraska football. No. Was... You never know what you're going to get Sunday, poor. We've got Lawrence Phillip talk, Nebraska, Tommy Frazier. Goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> Tommy Frazier did not pan out in uh, 
No, I don't remember the pros. If I had a guess, I'd say Vikings, but that's might be thinking of Leslie Frazier. Yeah, I think so because he went to oh, I guess due to primarily the health issues, Frazier was not drafted by the NFL. Okay, and played in a Canadian league, and then I didn't realize Tommy Frazier was high risk because he retired because he had pneumonia. Wow. I don't know. So I guess he has a history of blood clot stuff. So we hope Tommy Frazier's doing okay. Um, yeah, wear a mask, Tommy. And wear a mask around Tommy. Protect Tommy Frazier. Yeah, wear a mask for Tommy. Do it for Tommy, boys. <laughs> All right. And what – um what we got we – got wait a second. We have – we're doing two more movie episodes because we have this well, week. We have Thursday. And then next week we're only going to do one show next week, right, Christmas week? Um – it's up to you. I, I guess that would it be that uh, Wednesday or early in the week? I don't know. Then we could do a movie show. We could do like a movie show early in the week and then pick show. How about this? How how about? Oh yeah, we do picks too. Hmm. Could always right. release the oh. picks later in the. I mean, well, Christmas is Friday. Yeah. All right, we'll figure we'll, we'll figure that out. Let's get let's yeah. get this show on Thursday. Um, what do we? Oh, what, I guess I should announce. Should we announce the movie? I was going to do that at the beginning of the show. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot too. What? Uh, I think I know. I think somebody outed you and told told me what it was. I don't remember telling anybody. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's hear it. What is it? Let's see if I got it right. Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, that was. I don't know. Maybe I got drunk and told somebody. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember. Thank you. Did. Gotta be careful. All right. Be careful. You tell, man. Show secrets. Well, no, it's all right. I like I like uh, giving the listeners time to prepare. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I actually on. started watching Die Hard this weekend, late night. I just popped it on. Is it on something right now? Yeah, it's. I feel like it's always on for free. I I do tend to watch it around Christmas time, but I'll you know I watch Die Hard anytime. Um, <laughs> I I watch Die Hard too during Christmas time too. It also takes place during Christmas, believe it or not. <laughs> Uh, it is on HBO. Oh, okay, perfect. All right. Now, actually, I have the DVD. I think that was the first Blu-ray I ever bought was Die Hard. I didn't have a Blu-ray player at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> or I did. I basically like the PlayStation, and uh, but I just I never I never watched it as a Blu-ray, and then like I let somebody borrow it. So the person that borrowed it is also the person who told. Who told me that we're doing the show? He's like, "Can you come? Are you gonna come by and pick the DVD up?" Uh, so yeah, it's the first Blu-ray I ever bought. I've never put it in a Blu-ray player myself. All right, there, there we have it. I think. Well, I think you were saying two more shows. I mean, two more movies. We could do one the week of New Year's too. Oh yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, let's keep it going through the holidays. Okay, through the year. Yeah. All right. Before the play, before the playoffs get going. Okay. I'll right, shoot for that then. Five. So three more movie shows round out the year. Okay. Sounds good. All right. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Sunday Poor. Thanks as always for listening to our loyal listeners and, and even the non-loyal listeners. You know, appreciate you listening when you do. Uh, that's going to do it for us for tonight. <laughs> We'll talk to you you on Thursday. See you later on in the week for some Die Hard.
So you, you remember my text last night when I asked you? Yeah. I don't know if I could do it all the time, but like yesterday I was thinking, it just, it, it's all so fresh in your mind. You just jump on. I don't know how much, I don't know how much better or how much worse it would be, or if it would be better or worse if we do it on Sunday night. But I know Sundays tend to be tough. We could try it this Sunday. The Giants, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, which isn't the worst thing. I don't mind. I really don't mind doing that. Having it on while we do the show. Yeah. Let's let's keep it on the table and just see, and we'll 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 think about it, and then as we get closer, we'll decide. We won't decide on Sunday night, but we'll decide. Let's decide sometime before then. Very give it a shot or not. And you this think, we, Do you think during playoffs it'd be better to do Sunday night? Uh, well, I just, I, th- I think during the season it would be yeah, end playoffs because you just, you get it out right away. You know what I mean? You don't have a, a day to, to sit on it. And then definitely during the playoffs when there's no Monday night football. True. Not- when there's no Monday night football, I feel like you got to go Sunday. Yeah. I think it would make most sense to do it Sunday night. And I mean, not that we're competing with like the big shows and stuff like that, but yeah, the big shows usually do tape Sunday, but it just makes sense to do it Sunday because it's. It, it keeps it fresh, you know. It's not, yeah. It doesn't have a, it, There's not a day behind the games. I, mean, I don't. I don't mind. It gives us time to prepare and stuff like that. But um, it might make it a little more difficult. And that, you know, at least get. Nah, that's it. I really don't. I don't really have that many notes for. Okay. The recap right. show. Yeah. Today I had no notes. I had none. So I just had the standings in front of me with a little note next to the teams. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, let's let, – let's Chase Young good. That's why I put us to watch the Chase Young good. You nailed it. Yeah, you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> and I have oh, Haskins with a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. We hit on all those points. Tampa Bay, boring, blah, piece of shit team. I think you mentioned Which that. Which I word think I word. quoted word for word. Yeah, he did. Definitely piece of shit team was definitely part of the – It's actually POS. I, yeah, I abbreviated it. <laughs> You're good. You're uh, shorthand. That's good. <laughs> all right. Well, um, let's, yeah. All right. Let's talk about for another week. Maybe we'll do a, a Sunday night show so it gets out uh, gets out sooner than, than later. Yeah. Oh, and DPW, it was 98% like canceled as like a big party. Now it's 100% because my kitchen won't be even ready. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be able to cook or uh, have it catered because I'm not going to have countertops by then. So. We had a little bit of a setback, nothing fatal, just a couple curveballs that kind of set it back. So uh, best-case scenario, two or three league members can come over in my basement, do a power hour, and I'll uh, put some pizzas on the coffee table. That's, that's, about, that's about it for DPW this year. Wow. You can do a raffle? You Maybe, go. yeah, whoever wants to put their name in. I'll, right, I'll provide the uh, I'll provide the uh, power hour beer and some pizzas. Wow, that's not it doesn't sound too bad. It's kind of like the, for the Greek. The Greek's not invited. I'm not accepting anybody from that's crossing state lines. Well, yeah. Well, unless he comes, we could come two weeks prior quarantine, and then he can then he's welcome. But he's got to quarantine for two weeks first. Yeah, in, in I'm country. not providing. I'm not providing the quarantine safe space for him. No, no, he's got to do it someplace <laughs> on his own. He's got to do it. He's got to provide it for himself. <laughs> yeah. He's got a quarantine in Connecticut. 
for two weeks, which I'm sure he yeah. would sign up for tomorrow. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me get this out, my man. All right. I'll talk to you. All right. All right. See you later. <laughs>